Welcome to the Gospel Audio Podcast, Season 2. We are so excited to be back with a special Christmas time series. Through these 12 episodes, we want to invite you to join us in setting aside time each day to meditate on the significance of our Savior and to celebrate the many gifts that He offers us. The joy of Christmas is far from over in light of the abundance that Christ offers. So let's take time today to celebrate together. Hello, Gospel family. Merry Christmas. Uh, My name is Matina Alston, and today I'm really excited to share with you about the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's such a beautiful and powerful gift, and I'd like for us to begin with scripture. So today I'll begin with reading Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 13. His word reads, Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. And he said to them, Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine has arrived on a journey. And I have nothing to set before him, and he will answer from within. Do not bother me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. And I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Uh, now let's flip over to Acts 2, 1-4. through 4. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Lastly, I'd love for us to read um, from John fourteen sixteen through 20. And I will ask the Father... And he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. And I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live. You also will live. And that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me and I in you. Wow, I am so honored uh, to talk about this gift with you guys because essentially Holy Spirit is the gift of himself. We know we just finished celebrating Advent and Emmanuel being God with us and Holy Spirit is God in us. It's the continuation of his presence and his power. Um, And it's extremely humbling and jaw-dropping 
honestly, when we take the time to reflect on the truth that the most powerful being in the universe um, takes residence in us because of Jesus' finished work. Um, He's a remarkable gift, and he is the gift that keeps giving because he's alive and he's moving, and we get to have this intimate partnership with him. So it's difficult to know which facet of him to discuss because there really is so much. Um, But I love to share about one of his ministries that really only he can do and that he's resurfaced in my life just within this past year. And that's the ministry of drawing people um, to himself, of opening up our eyes. And so we see this ministry throughout scripture. You know, in Ephesians 1, Paul prays that the eyes of our heart would be opened. And in John 6, it discusses how all men are drawn to him. And so I've often only thought about this drawing in terms of conversion. You know, when the Holy Spirit draws people to him and they, they receive Jesus. But really, it's a daily thing for the believer. It's moving us to remember the simplicity of the gospel, the daily partnership of being led by him, and helping us to love Jesus with everything, which is essentially the greatest commandment. You know, 2020 has been a stretching year. It's been a painful year, um, uncomfortable to say the least, with varying types of grief. But it's also a season where he's drawn me back into just being all of Jesus. You know, I envision um, 2020 as like this tornado or like the waves when the, the disciples are in the boat. And in essence, it's, you know, the Holy Spirit has been drawing um, my eyes just to behold him, to stay focused on him, you know, in the midst of chaos and fear and extremism. Um, that this year has brought, it's been so easy, you know, to just take our eyes and our focus off of, of Jesus. Um, but he's doing a new thing in me and he's emptying me in uh, the best way possible so that I can hold this new wine that he's offering. So there's this resurrected hunger for him. And it's one that can't be quenched in the doing and systematic theology or having all the right answers to all the things But it's a freeing place where I can seek him and him alone. This drawing is really a place where he's taught me to want him more than the answer. To say yes to becoming like a child again. And a child that doesn't doubt his trustworthiness. That enables me to say, yes, Jesus, I'll stay here. I'll sit at your feet. And I'm going to relearn how to knock and to believe that you love opening the door. You know, it's waking up and letting him lead me to pray that whatever this day holds, um, that it's his day. And it's a lot of listening and asking, and yet this newfound expectancy that he will show up. You know, I'll be honest that the expectancy has not always been there. Um, There have been dry seasons um, in my life following Jesus where I didn't have the desire. and. You know, it reminds me of the verse, uh, the verse is actually in Luke, where it talks about to knock and he will open the door to ask so that we can receive. Um, And I started doing that. I started just, I was so desperate in my relationship um, with Jesus where I had come to the end of myself and I needed him more than anything else. And, you know, I couldn't muster up this desire for him. And so, I knew it had to be a gift that only he could grant me. 
And he's done that and he's never let me down. And every time I have prayed to enrich my walk with him, where I've brought my unbelief to him, where I've brought um, things that are broken and I've asked for redemption, um, I've asked for him to redeem those things. He has always answered me. And so I'd like to move in just to meditating on this gift today. You know, the first step of having access to the Holy Spirit is receiving the gift of salvation because Jesus promises us to give us the gift of the Holy Spirit when we're adopted into the family of God as our helper. So let's think about the Holy Spirit in our lives. Are you experiencing the gift of the Holy Spirit today? If not, let's stop and ask for more of him. We know the Father loves giving us good gifts, yet are there any limits that we put on the Holy Spirit? You know, regardless of where we are um, with this particular gift, we can celebrate because we know that Christ has given us himself in the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so I just want to, you know, take this some time to just rejoice and know that his work um, is always present and it's alive and it's active. And we can just stand in awe that the fact that we get to house his spirit I'd like to take the time to pray now and just thank God for the gift of Him within us. Jesus, thank you so much for residing in our bodies, God. Thank you so much for allowing us to be a place where we can house uh, your spirit. Thank you for ways in which you move, in which you teach us, you guide us, you comfort us. You are our helper. You give us peace. God, you help us to discern. You're always at work sanctifying us, God. You're moving us to the next good work, Lord, until the day that Jesus returns. God, thank you so much that we get to partner with you in our journey, that we are not alone, that you say that we are not orphans, that you've given us the presence of you and we get to just be with you forever. God, help us to not take um, this gift lightly. Help us to explore. Help us to not be afraid of the unknown. And help us to just be able to come to you honestly and seek your face, knowing that um, you already know and that you desire to give more of yourself to us, that you desire to open our eyes to draw us to Jesus, just to be in all of you. Thank you so much for your work and how you are alive and you're active. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Gospel Audio Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe and drop us a comment. We would love to hear how God is working in your life this season. To access more spiritual formation resources and to learn more about Gospel Community Church, please visit our website at gospelcc.org.